Hello, this is Dan Russo, head football coach of Island High School. You're listening to The Dan Russo Show on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Just a kid from the neighborhood. We're all kids from a neighborhood. Take me back to 96. I fall asleep with the radio on. Turn my pillow to the fresh side. I fall asleep, oh sleepy eye. I don't dream big, just the right size. Modesty comes from mom's side. You ever heard of a soft touch? You ever heard of a finger roll? Little sun, little raindrop. And you watch this thing grow. Follow me like a firefly. At midnight in mid-July. Mixing blood and sweat and tears of joy. That's what I call the rally cry. Relentless. And we are back for week two of 2020 for the Dan Russo show presented by Underground Sports Philadelphia. Kyle Bennett coming at you live from Underground Studios. And as always, joined by the namesake of the show, head coach of Violent High School Football, Coach Dan Russo. Coach, how's it going? Yeah, things are going well. We had a good week of practice and uh, kids are ready to play tomorrow night. So, uh, unfortunately, week one. Not off to uh, you know the start that you guys would have wanted. Uh, a loss to Hamilton, twenty-seven to six. Just kind of give me you know through your coaching lens, you know what went wrong uh, in this game. What do you think you guys have been able to kind of you know key in on during practice this week to fix some of the mistakes uh, as you guys get set to take on Holy Spirit in week two. Yeah, you know we're going to focus on the positives and some of the good things the kids did and. Uh try to regroup here and we don't get a break in our schedule every week's a tough game and you know Hamilton was a real good team but we made them look great by not playing as good as we should have and um you know coaches and I need to fix it and we've worked extremely hard to fix it this week and the kids have worked extremely hard to uh, right the ship here so you know we're looking to go out tomorrow and you know do our best to compete with a really good holy spirit team so in the in the game against Hamilton, obviously that was their second game of the season. Uh, took on the the cross, uh, you know, town rival and everything uh, in week one for their game. But what were some things that kind of stuck out to you that Hamilton did well that you know kind of counteracted what your guys' game plan was for them? Well, bottom line is they just didn't make the mistakes that we made. We made too many mistakes to be able to compete against a team like that, and. Um, you know, take the, some of the mistakes away that we did and we're right in that game. You know, we just – we had some opportunities to, uh, you know, score some points in the red zone and we came up short. And, uh, you know, we just have to do a better job of being more fundamentally sound and limiting our mistakes and try to capitalize on our opportunities. Now, as a, as a team, you know, obviously this being game number one for the season – and it is a, a more veteran team for you guys, but do you think now that the first game is kind of out of the way and over with, those first game jitters, those early season jitters uh, are going to be gone and you guys can now kind of focus on, you know, actually playing consistently now that, uh, you know, the season is underway? Well, I'm hoping for that, but 
like I said, with our our week to week schedule and our opponents that we have to play, I mean, just about all of them are in the top ten or twenty in South Jersey, and it's it's not an easy thing to do week to week. But we're you know, like I said, we're going to work hard and uh, do our best to compete with our with our competition here. Jonathan Tony scored the the lone touchdown for you guys, so he gets on the board uh, to start the season. What did you see from him as kind of one of the veteran leaders on this team, somebody we talked about on the first show of the season as well, being a guy that you expected to step up in a big way and take his game to yet another level like he has year in and year out since you know being part of this violent high school football program. Um, what did you see from Tony in week one? Yeah, what I've seen the last three years, I mean, he's a great – player great competitor and um he's one of the leaders on our team he's a captain and uh you know he he played very hard and um he plays both sides of the ball and um you know we expect you know a lot from him and he always produces and you know he's a consistent player and you know we're going to try to do our best to get him some more opportunities and get him the ball more and obviously giving up you know 27 points isn't ideal um, what are some things that you guys have kind of keyed on in practice defensively to, you know, fix those mistakes, being able to key in on, you know, situational defense where you can come away and win the turnover battle because at any level of football, winning the turnover battle is so pivotal, uh, to come away with a win at the end of the game. What are some things that you guys have done defensively to, uh, you know, fix a lot of the mistakes from last week's game? It's more or less trying to be more, um, consistent on offense and special teams that we put the defense in some bad spots. Um, defense hung in there. They just, you know, being in as much as they did throughout that game and, you know, some of the situations they were in, it was difficult to defend. I mean, bad field position, you know, not being able to sustain drives on offense. I feel like that was uh, more or less uh, the issues we had last week, but, um, you know, as a program, we have to play more consistent and just do a better job. And um, hoping tomorrow, like I said, that uh, our guys will be ready. Now, preparing for this week two matchup against Holy Spirit, this is one of those you know games that you guys have against uh, the three private schools that were on your schedule this season. Uh, what have you seen from you know watching their film so far, and you know seeing what they do uh, as a program that you think you know kind of fits? the way you guys play that you can take advantage of some things? Well, it's going to be hard to take advantage of a team like this because they don't have too many weaknesses. They're solid across the board. I mean, they got excellent offense, defense, and special teams. And um, they, they're big up front. They have a lot of speed. They can throw and run. They have the capability of doing that. And defensively, they fly to the ball, so – it's not going to be an easy task, but like I said, we're going to do our best to uh, travel down to Epsica tomorrow and compete with these guys. And, you know, looking at your guys' schedule, we talked about this last week as well, having to play against these, you know, private schools and everything, it, it brings an element to your guys' game where you do have to, you know, take it to another level um, just because of the way that they're able to, you know, field their teams one way or another. But what are you most looking forward to for your guys matching up against a team like this to get that experience of a team that is so well put together and seeing how they're able to go out and compete against, you know, some of this upper echelon talent. 
Yeah, you know, it's always a good thing to play the best of the best in South Jersey. It's going to get our team, um, you know, prepared to be able to handle a schedule like this. But, you know, we haven't played them in a row game, I don't think, since I've been here that I can recall. Yeah, we haven't played. We've scrimmaged them, but we didn't play them in a game. And um, I'm friends with the coach. He's a good guy. His name's A.J. Russo. And um, he's done a great job with that program. And um, it's funny because when he got the job, I was getting phone calls. People thought I left. I said, "Nah, it's a different Russo." But uh, <laughs> he's a good, he's a good, he's a real good guy. And um, you know, he'll have the guy, his guys ready to play, and we'll have our guys ready to play. And um, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, our guys playing a, you know, an opponent like this, and brings back some memories for me because as a as a Lineland High School football player myself, we used to play Holy Spirit, and they were. Um, they're always very good. I can remember my junior year back in, uh, let's go back, 91. They were number one team in South Jersey, and we played them at Gatone. And we gave them a, a real tough game, and we ended up coming up a little short. We lost 21-14, and they were loaded with Division One players. And, you know, I can remember my teammates and I, you know, stepping up and playing, you know, very extremely hard. And I'm hoping our guys do the same thing because they're ranked in the top five in South Jersey, I think. And um, like I said, it's going to be a tough game. So hopefully our guys, you know, step up tomorrow and play a good game. And, you know, between a lot of these non-conference games and, uh, you know, playing against the private schools, it's it's a schedule that is a lot of traveling for you guys to start this season. Uh, and I think it's been, you know, more than usual over the past couple of seasons since we've been doing the show as well. Um, what are some of the things that you guys have done, to, you know, especially with, all the COVID protocols and everything to just mentally prepare for, you know, traveling on the road as much as you guys have had to do to start the season. Yeah, it's, it's a great question. You know, um, there was a lot of protocols and um, for starters, we have three buses now. So, you know, we can only put like, I think 22 max on each bus. So, you know, we're a little under that and, you know, when the kids arrived at a school, we have to do temperature checks and then put a band on them to signify that they um, their temperature was okay. And, you know, they have to sit one player per seat, and we like to keep the windows open and things like that. And they got to keep their mask on the entire time. So things have, are definitely changing. And, um, you know, we're getting the kids acclimated to everything. And, and the kids are doing a great job. And um, my coach is doing a great job. And, you know, we're doing everything we can to protect each other. And, um, you know, it's a process. We have to always make sure we put extra time in our um, our day-to-day -day schedule to make sure we have time for this. I have to check them in every day. And I know my athletic director uh, does a great job, Donnie Robbins, bought like 40,000 bands for all the sports teams. So everyone's doing it. And, you know, I have a little – uh, thermometer, digital deal. I have to take their temperature and the coaches help me out. So it's, well, like I said, it's different. We have to make sure, you know, they're keeping their distance and all that kind of stuff. So the, like I said, the kids, they were really looking forward to getting back into the swing of things and they're doing everything they can to, uh, you know, reduce the spread. And then just looking at the conditions for tomorrow, especially with it being, you know, closer to the shore, there's going to be some early rain tomorrow. So that could change the conditions of the field just a bit, but also being, you know, closer to the shore, having that breeze, that wind, you know, that late fall wind that comes in off the shore. 
how does that kind of, you know, go into your game plan just, you know, dealing with, you know, the weather? Yeah, well, one of the big jobs you have as a football coach is you got to check the, the weather reports. So we were um, fortunate enough to be at Gatone two days this week because we had that rain. I think it was, was it on Monday or Tuesday. We had a yeah. lot of rain. Our practice field at the high school doesn't drain that well. And um, fortunately, we were we were able to uh, get some practice time over at Catone a couple of days. Today, we were on the grass at the high school. It was um, it was dried out, and thanks to our athletic maintenance department, they uh, lined the field for us this morning. So we had a beautiful field for this afternoon's practice, and the kids did a nice job. So, um, you know, you definitely have to account for weather. Like you said, down the shore, it's even worse. The wind could be higher. It could be more rain. And um, they have a grass field, so it could be – end up being like a mud bowl. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Now, when it comes to, you know, just your guys' play style on offense and defense, how does, you know, a, a potential, you know, change in the weather, whether it's rain, wind, and everything, how does that kind of, you know, go into your game planning of, okay, we kind of have to pivot to a more heavy style of, you know, this offensive, you know, package that we have planned or this style of defense would best suit, you know, what we think Holy Spirit's going to approach this game like, uh, depending on the conditions. Yeah, you always have to adjust for something like this, especially if it rains hard like it's like they're predicting. But, um, you know, it affects both teams. And uh, you have to make sure you're prepared and uh, take care of the ball. Turnovers will be a big, you know, big concern in a game like this because, uh, like I said, kids aren't used to playing and, you know, pouring rain and wet conditions all the time. So, you know, we've prepared our kids and, um, you know, I haven't heard anything other than we're playing tomorrow. So we're looking forward to, uh, you know, playing in the elements. It's exciting. I can remember some games in the past I've coached or I've played in and uh, it's fun. You know, they don't really cancel football games. So, you know, we're looking forward to it. You know, I might text the coach later tonight to remind him we have turf if he wants to move with the violence. <laughs> <laughs> And then on top of, you know, just the the style of play and how you have to approach, you know, the different, you know, elements and everything, how do you prep your guys for, you know, the, the unfortunate that, you know, there is a higher risk of injury when field conditions are altered, you know, whether it's because it's a grass field, you know, there could be divots in the field that, you know, could mess with you and there could be potential injuries from it. How do you kind of prep your guys to say, hey, this is how we have to approach this. You have to be, you know head on a swivel, be cautious when you're out there uh, and kind of test how the field is feeling pregame before you go out there when it really counts. Yeah, no doubt it's a major factor. So they have to you know, take that extra half second to a second in their thought process and make sure they're doing the extra things that, you know, maintain their blocks, maintain their footing, make sure they're not fumbling the ball, securing the ball you know, not thinking ahead and, and staying in the moment and making sure that you take all these precautions that you mentioned to, uh, you know, win the turnover battle because it's going to be a major factor tomorrow night with this with this forecast as, as long as, I guess, um, the forecast is accurate. Right. And, uh, you know, you talked about you guys had a, a good week of practice, you know, trying to fix some things from last week. What did you see in practice this week? Anybody that kind of, you know, stood out to you from, you know, progress from, game one week of practice to this week getting ready for Holy Spirit? Yeah, you know, the kids were solid this week. You know, that we're not accustomed to losing the way we did last week. And 
I don't like the feeling. The coaches don't like the feeling, and the players definitely don't like the feeling. So they worked hard this week, and um, they were focused. Um, I felt like it was we had a real good two days at Gatone Stadium too, and uh, you know, hopefully that translates to a big win for us tomorrow night. It's, it's not going to be easy. They're they're a really good football team. And knowing that you have a, a more veteran roster, a lot of guys that have been with this program two, three, four years, uh, and knowing you know the standard of what this program has for them, and knowing how to bounce back from from tough losses, and kind of just putting it in the rearview mirror. How has your you know veteran leadership, your upperclassmen, kind of helped a, a lot of the younger guys to be like, hey, we just got to put this behind us. We got to move forward and learn from it, and we can't dwell on it. Yeah, they've been great. We have a lot of seniors, and we have really good captains. And um, Jonathan Tony, David Dutra, Josh Bennett, and Eli Anderson. So they've been uh, motivating the kids all week. And, um, you know, it's a tight group. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're not used to losing like that. I felt like, you know, that Hamilton team was a real good team, but I feel like we made them look great. And I feel like we could have played a lot better. And, you know, it was disappointing. And, Everyone's disappointed. I was disappointed. The kids are disappointed. The coaches are disappointed. So, like I said, we're just looking to uh, turn the page. It was a bad, bad uh, game for us. And, um, you know, looking forward to competing with Holy Spirit. Now, would you kind of view, you know, this this week one loss that you guys had, you know, for the team and, and just overall, do you think the players kind of viewed it as a wake-up call? Like, hey, we're better than this. We need to realize, you know, the, the abilities and talents we have across the board and, and really apply ourselves uh, moving forward because we can't, we can't get behind in games like this and, you know, lose by, you know, three touchdowns. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not a good loser and neither are they, you know, you play the game to win. We want to win football games. You play the game to win. And um, like I said, the kids were focused this week and I'm hoping that our veteran leadership, can write the ship here and and we can go out and compete. And uh, like we discussed, we've got a tough schedule and um, every week's a battle. And obviously we we never give away, you know, game plan ideas or anything, but from a coaching staff perspective, the way you guys have been able to, you know, kind of get ready for this game, what have you seen from the coaching lens that uh, you're very excited about, looking forward to seeing on the field from your guys uh, come Friday night, 6 o'clock in Absecon? Well, one thing I'm looking forward to saying is um, I'm looking for our defense to have a big game, and uh, they've got a really good running back. Um, he's got a lot of speed, and um, I'm hoping that our guys can, you know, limit his his you know his skill set. He's, um, he's, he's very talented, and um, – He's extremely fast. He's going to, uh, I think, Colorado State. And uh, he looks great in film. So I'm looking forward to my guys uh, slowing him down. How much, you know, getting a chance to play against a player like that, and I know we mentioned, you know, playing against a team uh, that is as talented as Holy Spirit, but having your defense, who you have a lot of confidence in, I think a lot of people realize that they're a very talented unit but them getting the opportunity to play against a player that is going to a university like Colorado State and has the talent that he has and them watching him on film and everything, how much do you think, you know, 
that betters your defense as a unit getting that chance to get reps against somebody that's going to the next level at a university like Colorado State. Yeah, it's always exciting. We've had, you know, players, you know, like that in the past um, with Isaiah Pacheco, obviously, who's a fantastic player. But I want to say the kids call this kid for some reason they know him, and his nickname is Cheeks. (laughs) I'm not sure why his nickname is Cheeks, but maybe I'll ask him tomorrow night. So the kid, I'm going blank with his last name, but he's – I watched him play against uh, Cedar Creek last week, and – He's an excellent player, and um, it's going to be a huge challenge to slow this this player that goes by the name Cheeks down. So um, we're going to do our best. So just so our listeners know, the first question of Episode 3 of the 2020 season will be, what is the origin story of the nickname Cheeks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know all my guys were saying, you know, they call him Cheeks, so. I'll find out from either the coach or from the player, so I'll ask them tomorrow. <laughs> People will be wondering. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and obviously Friday night lights, 6 o'clock, ab-seek and against Holy Spirit. Expectations going into this game to, you know, bounce back, right the ship, and, uh, you know, hopefully go out there, give Holy Spirit your best, and with the, the you know, potential and, and hope to come away with win number one. Yeah, well, that's – that's the name of the game. We always expect to win as a program and as a coaching staff and the players. And um, we're going to do everything in our power to win the football game. That's why we put all these hours in. And, um, you know, we want to go out there and win the game. So we're going to do our best tomorrow night. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the kids compete. You brought up Isaiah Pacheco. We always wrap up the shows talking about the alumni. You got those, uh, you know, good luck messages from – your boys up at Rutgers, uh, you know, have you been able to uh, check in with the NCAA athletes any bit since the last show? Yeah. And I know I have a, you know, potential update on Jamil. Don't know if it's accurate or not, but, you know, if people are into social media watching, I have an update on Jamil as well. What do you want to start with, Pacheco, or you want to tell me about Jamil? So uh, Jamil posted on social media. Obviously, everybody – knows that uh, Jamil is the OG underground athlete, as we call them. He's a friend of the, you know, our network, uh, supports us in a lot of facets, including this show as well. Uh, and he posted on social media, I think either today or, or sometime this week, uh, a video of him from last season warming up pregame, and uh, it said, be back soon. So I don't know if that's uh, any indication that he might be getting the call up to the practice squad from the practice squad to the active roster with the Rams. But you know, we, we like speculating. Yeah, definitely. Anything positive for Jamil, we're all happy for him. He's a great kid and you know, he deserves everything that comes his way. So we're real proud of him and we wish him uh, continued success. Absolutely. I did get get the opportunity to talk to Isaiah last week and it just so happens when I called him, Tyreen Powell was with them, so I got to speak to both of them, and they're both doing great. And, um, you know, they don't start this weekend, but the following weekend, you know, they play Michigan State, so they're looking forward to um, competing as well. And uh, I know they're going to do a great job. And it was pre- it's pretty cool um, with all their success. You know, you know, obviously Pacheco is most likely going to be their starting running back as far as I know. I mean, I can't see why it wouldn't be, but that's, you know, up to that coaching staff, but I think he's going to be, you know, 
very successful this year as he always has been for Rucker then for Vineland. And, um, you know, Tyreem's doing a great job as well. And I think even like when um, offense is going against defense, I've seen some video that I was lucky enough to get where I have uh, Isaiah Pacheco running some plays and Tyreem's going against him. So there we go. insane for me to see that as their former high school coach. And I'm so damn proud of both of them. And um, I can't wait to see him play. And not only are they great players, but they're great kids. And they, they did everything right. I mean, anytime you coached them up, they're always like, yes, sir. Yes, coach. And there's never any but this, but that. They just, they get it. And they're special players. And um, I'm hoping someday, you know, I'm watching both of them play on Sundays as well. Yeah, and I think, you know, you bring them, bring up them practicing against each other, going one-on-one. I think that more than anything, having two teammates coming from the same high school program and then being able to, you know, spar against each other essentially in a college practice, that only makes them that much better because they're familiar with each other. They're familiar with their tendencies and it'll only elevate their game uh, continuing to go one-on-one with each other. And I think that's something that uh, shouldn't be taken lightly. I think that could help both of them because they know each other so well. And now they're both older, they're both stronger, uh, more physical and bigger and faster, just like any you know kid that moves from high school to college is. But for them to kind of grow together, I think, is something that's pretty special and can only you know benefit that Rutgers program. Yeah, no doubt. I totally agree with you. And um, it's just so great to see. And I'm so happy for both of them. And like I said, they're such great kids. And um, they're going to be very successful there. And they they, they got to really, you know, I, I really like Coach Ash. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for him. But Coach Shiano is uh, a great man. And I feel like uh, he's the right guy at this time. And he's going he's gonna to get that program going. And I'm looking forward to uh, – seeing Rutgers be very successful and you know it's fun to see those two guys it's it's awesome because it's like um all these um social media people on you know Facebook and Twitter and all those kind of things they know about violent football now because they've got like two of our you know great players and they put us on the map and they're always positive to, towards our program, and we're always positive towards towards the Rutgers, you know, football program. And we're looking for Rutgers to do big things, and uh, hopefully, it starts this season. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Like you said, uh, in a couple of weeks, they'll be taking on Michigan State, which is uh, always a fun matchup. You know, Big Ten football, they always go pound for pound with each other, so it'll be exciting to see those guys out on the field and in action uh, for their college season. Yeah, no doubt. I can't wait to see it. And as we always ask towards the end of the show, do we have the uniform combo for Friday night for Vineland High School football? Yeah, sure. Well, since it's probably going to be a mud bowl, we're definitely wearing black pants. So I gave the black pants out to the kids today. And um, we have a spare white jersey we're going to probably be wearing tomorrow just because, you know, we have some newer – uh, white jerseys, but we don't want to get those things ruined because I think when you play a game like this, it's hard for our um, local cleaner here, Garden State Cleaners, to or I'm sorry, GNS. They changed their name, GNS Cleaners, over near us, Shoprite, to get those stains out. So, um, you know, we do our best to keep preserve our uniforms and uh, value the community support and um, we try to make the uniforms last as long as we we can so that's part of it i think 
from what I'm seeing with the weather report, it looks like it's going to be a pretty muddy game. So we're going with the white jerseys with the black pants. Totally okay to get the white tops dirty in a mud bowl, but you definitely don't want to be wearing white pants when it's yeah. going to be muddy. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And um, I've played there before, and, you know, the weather's definitely a factor heading down toward the shore there. So it's going to be wet, it's going to be rainy, windy, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be very muddy out there. So we're going to do our best, you know, to uh, account for those elements. Absolutely, and we are looking forward to uh, you know another week of Vineland High School football. Game should be streamed, I'm pretty sure, as usual on the uh, the YouTube channel. Yes, VPS channel, and I think it's on. I want to say Comcast Channel 22, possibly. Yes, I think that is the local channel now. Yeah, so yeah, definitely, we're going to stream all the games as we have we've been doing since I've been here. So um, yeah, it'll be live tomorrow. So make sure you guys check that out uh, wherever you watch the games. It will be available to you. And uh, make sure you guys are following us on social media at UndergroundPHI so you don't miss out on any of the episodes of the Dan Russo Show. You can follow Vineland Football on Twitter as well at VinelandFB. And make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast feed, Underground Sports Philadelphia, on your favorite podcast platform. And if you do listen on Apple Podcasts, Help us out, help out Vineland High School football by leaving a five-star rating and review. Really helps us, you know, kind of gauge our engagement with our listeners across our various shows. So leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts if that is your listening platform of choice. And uh, we will catch you guys next week, hopefully talking about a massive upset win over Holy Spirit for Vineland High School football as uh, next week, Coach, first home game of the season against St. Joe's. Yeah, so it doesn't get any easier. So hopefully, like you said, we come up with a big win tomorrow and then uh, move on to St. Joe's. So, um, you know, we got our work cut out for us, but I feel like our kids are up to the task. And like I said, looking forward to seeing our guys compete. It's going to be a ton of fun. Can't wait. And uh, best of luck to you, the team, and the coaching staff as you guys head to Holy Spirit Friday night, 6 o'clock p.m. to take on those Holy Spirit that team, man, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch you guys go head-to-head -head with them. But as always, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Dan Russo Show presented by Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Coach Russo, I'm Kyle Bennett. We are signing off. Rise as one. Just a kid from the neighborhood Where our kids from a neighborhood Take me back to 96 I fall asleep with the radio on